This is Courage Cast. Faith, inspiration, and motivation for today. Well, hey, everybody, this is Eric, and you're listening to another episode of Courage Cast. I am uh, on Skype with my good friend, Neil Anderson. Neil, welcome. Hey, Eric, hope you're doing great. <laughs> Are I'm, you? I'm doing great. I am. I'm just laughing because we just spent about 15 minutes talking, and um, now it feels like we're on air. So I hope we continue the regular chit-chat back and forth because that's my favorite part of getting to hang with you. Yeah, well, that's – yeah, especially after a week down in Cancun, and I have a better tan than you do. You do. It's really annoying. I'm really <laughs> frustrated. You're you're looking good. I'm I'm as pale as – uh, an albino deer over here. Um, yeah, and your list, your your listeners can't see, but I actually have shorts on and and like flip flops. Oh, it's, that's annoying, man. Uh, by the way, you have calves of steel. I just want you to know that. Calves of steel. Yes. Yeah, okay. That's what they say. There you, that's it. Huh? Uh, yeah. Um, I, I have calf envy. Well, you know, I pulled my calf. Uh, I pulled both my calves yeah. last year, and so I don't know if that's just you know the first thing I'll. I'll point out is uh, I'm jealous of everyone else that has good calves. That's it, especially <laughs> when uh, when you're getting ready to hit fifty. You know that you got to take care of that body. So. That's right. Well, I'm, I still have a few more years. I know you're a lot closer to that than me. Four days. Four days, man. Congratulations. Yeah. Well, you look great. Um, yeah. Listen. So you came back from a, a big incentive trip. Uh, which uh, doTERRA blesses us with every year. We get the opportunity to earn that uh, every year. And uh, a lot of people did earn it. And the thing I think that that most people don't understand is what it takes to earn that trip. And why do we even have that incentive um, in the first place? Yeah. What would you say is like, um, your perspective on these kind of incentives and these kind of trips. Is it because we want to just, you know, uh, praise ourselves and have just do something for ourselves? Or is it something, is there something greater, greater meaning to participating in this kind of a thing? Well, first off, all the people that earned it, um, you know, that's a pretty awesome thing. And I know, uh, Aaron went out and taught like crazy. Uh, I guess, you know, when she started sharing and earned it for both of us. And I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, she went ahead and did diamond club the next year, uh, which was the majority of the qualifying period. And, uh, you know, and, and everything she did was all, you know, face to face and, you know, get an airplane or, um, get in the car and drive and, and was, uh, you know, my kids and I ate more pizza and ice cream than we ever eaten in the history of probably the world. Uh, you know, my kids were crying when Diamond Club was over because they actually had to have salad and you know milk instead of, you know, junk food. Mom's I, back. Yeah, I'm exaggerating a little bit. Um, but anyway, the, the, the point of that is, um, you know, it was is a neat thing that doTERRA does is, you know, puts together this big group, uh, you know, kind of discount for everybody to be able to go down there. 
Um, it's usually four or five days. And, you know, it's a celebration for, um, you know, obviously the people um, that earned it by just getting enrollments, which is a pretty cool thing. Um, but then they also give the opportunity for folks to go that did not, you know, earn it through um, a bunch of enrollments. Uh, and, you know, so that's uh, that's something that makes it cool because there ends up being a thousand people there. Wow. And I'll tell you what, you, you can go anywhere and you smell doTERRA. Mm. Uh, so it's it's pretty neat. But yeah, it's it's a great, um, you know, it's a great time. This was our fourth one. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and I've not been on one, but I've made it um, the way we're we're working this year. I, I really would like to earn it this year um, before before I might maybe buy in to go because there's definitely a lot of benefits to buying in to going and and spending time with leaders of the company and sure um, and other leaders that are just like you and me uh, as wellness advocates. But I really would like to to earn it this year, and so that's our that's kind of our goal for for our business um but it's not i guess my my point in asking that question is um you said some things you posted some really great um i guess they're just graphics uh on your some of your social media some of the things that you're doing in being the starfish so being the starfish.com is your website uh being the starfish is the book that uh that we we adhere to and kind of look to for a lot of our um, common sense um, for your doTERRA business and any network marketing business really. So, But you posted some things that I think really relate to this whole incentive trip because those people did not just get to go and earn that trip by sitting around and hoping um, that things would happen for them and wishing and maybe speaking some affirming thoughts. They actually got down to work and did yeah. what it took. So talk about that. About them having to sort of dig in and, and get it done? Yeah. Well, I think it's relevant really to anything. I use a lot of sports analogies, and, and my son is uh, at his second AAU practice. He'll be there tonight, mm-hmm. which is, uh, you know, it's kind of a, a, a next level up from, you know, just regular uh, rec league or, or if you're playing um, school ball. And, uh, you know, the, just like with anything, the first thing that you have to do is you make the decision. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of times you're not real confident in that decision. Sometimes you back up and go, holy cow, what did I get myself into? Right. Um, but, you know, in, in terms of even in something like an incentive trip, you just have to say, hey, I want to go. Here's the reasons why I want to give my husband a trip or, you know, I want to be able to, you know, spend time down there with uh, with friends. And, you know, they, they figure out how to do it. And they are a product of the product and they have a great attitude and they work the, the system and they realize, and I'll go to sort of one of the, the quotes, is that, you know, you're going to have some, oh, butterflies, fear, whatever you want to call it, you know, uh, anxious feelings, right? <laughs> to be totally compliant. Uh, and, uh, and one thing that, that people can often do is, is wait to feel a certain way until they act. Mm. And one way to sort of do that is they will, um, you know, read another self-help book or they'll, um, you know, go organize their back office to, to, to something or, you know, they will, um, you know, create a lot of affirmations mm. and, 
you know, none of those are bad in in, in of a, themselves. Mm-hmm. But what they're doing is is they're avoiding having to do the thing that will give them the result and the feeling of fulfillment they look for. Right. Mm-hmm. So one of the things we hear is, um, you know, we, you have to have belief. You know, I, I hear leaders even saying, you know, 90 percent of success in doTERRA is belief. And I go, it's not. It's action because there's a lot of people doing this. They don't believe in it. They don't even use the products that much. Uh, that's unfortunate. A lot of money and they make a lot of money. It is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. But here's a question. How many people are out there selling stuff that they don't believe in or don't use? Mm. I mean, think about it. Like, do you think every car salesman that's out there is driving the car they're selling? Is every Tesla salesperson driving the Tesla? They own it. Well, I would argue that I would argue that a Tesla person or an Apple person typically are products of the product because they believe they really love the product. Absolutely. Yeah. And those are those are things that are a little bit more in line with what our product does. Right. Because it. I believe. I mean, everybody's going to say our product's the best and everything else. Sure, sure. um, One of the great things about this is kind of going off on tangent, but um, and that's normal for me. um, But (laughs) is uh, is that as an independent contractor, we can sell whatever we want. Mm -hmm. So when people have told me, said, "Well, you know, Young Living," this, I go, "You know what? I could sell Young Living. They would love for Aaron and me to be there." You know, they would love to have all the people that have been enrolled in the last, you know, X amount of years. Um, We can do that. But we're like human. We're going to sell something that's easiest to sell. Right. Right. We're going to sell something that people want to keep ordering. Right. uh, So anyway, uh, that was sort of a little thing that if you want a tip on how to sort of cover that objection and not have an argument, Mm -hmm. you know, you could just say, "I I could go do it. You know, it's not like you work for IBM. And you just have to sell IBM computers. Right. You know, it's like somebody that owns, you know, a, a store. We're not and, an employee. Well, exactly. And mm-hmm. and we are independent contractors. We're, we're nothing more than if you think about, um, you know, even like a Whole Foods in a way. And if you go into their, you know, more of, uh, you know, like where they have essential oils and candles and vibe, like they can choose whatever they want to put on the shelf. Yep. Right. And the same with us. Right. They're going to choose the products you would think that are going to serve their customers uh, in, in the best way possible, take the least amount to um, uh, to manage, right? Meaning returns and questions and all that, and return the most profit. Right. I mean, that's what a business probably should do. So a lot of people will spend a lot of time on personal development. Mm-hmm. And what's really cool about what we do is doing the job is the personal development. I love it. You're... T- you're, you're- you're uh, you're killing two birds with one stone, really. Well, that's what's great about it. And that is, stone is action. Saying, yeah, and, and you know, one of the reasons that I wrote the Starfish book is because it takes really seven or eight books that you would maybe go read on your own, and then it puts it sort of together in a in a step by step process of how you would develop somebody. Just like if you wanted, you said, "Hey, I want to play college basketball." Yep. You got to start with the fundamentals, and we have to start first with well, why do you want to play college basketball? And what you can find a lot of times is people say they want to do things and it's to please other people or they saw somebody and they got recognition. So now they want to do it, but they don't really want to do it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. That's a huge thing. So um, one of the things that happens is, is we spend a lot of time 
on this personal development. And we spend a lot of time on things that um, that keep us from doing what will really give us the um, success and significance. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what ends up happening in our business is, you know, you need to understand much like basketball. You need to understand the rules of the game. Mm-hmm. Right? And and those are things that you you study or you learn off the clock. Right. 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 Not, in prime Not time. while you're playing. Exactly. So, you know, you get a rule book. Um, usually you learn in the driveway. Right. right. But um, and the first time you do something wrong, the neighbor kids like, wait a minute, that's traveling. And you argue because you don't know the rule. And then you find out the rule and go, yes, I was traveling. Uh-huh. So there is a point where we need to understand some of the fundamentals of how to be successful. And we have to understand the rules. Um, so in our business, the rules are um, sort of and within the process are all we do is we um, sell memberships. And, yes, we do sell them. Mm-hmm. Sell really, if you research the word, is serve. Mm-hmm. So, yes, serve people memberships. Mm-hmm. They buy them and then we teach them how to use them. Right. And then all they do is teach other people. Um, you know, sell memberships to teach other people how to um, use them, mm-hmm. right? And uh, once you understand the rule, the process, and then you know, you you get them to a presentation where you have the best chance to get them to enroll with the best value proposition, with the least amount of questions, with the highest reorder rate possible, because they got all the information at once. You don't have to worry about you know seventeen different touches, um, you know, and then we move into um, the, the, uh, we teach them, we, we enroll them, we, we help make, uh, help them make a decision. Mm-hmm. Um, the next thing we do is, is, um, it's the service after the sale, yeah. right? It's a principle in direct selling where you will sell more on delivery. It's mm-hmm. just how it works. Um, and we want people to feel good about what they got. Um, it's a place where you can get referrals. You can, you can, um, help set up future presentations or in our instance, classes, um, you show them how they can use their membership by themselves. So it's nothing more than me getting somebody to um, to get a Costco membership and then me driving down to Costco, showing them where it is, walking them around the store, showing them that, hey, they're not going to bag your groceries. Like, right. here's where the boxes are. Mm-hmm. And once they know how to do that and you say, now make sure you have your card out when you walk in and make sure you have your card ready because they shuffle you right through that line. Um, and then you're going to get, you know, a check at the end of the year mm-hmm. uh, for a little percentage. And then once I've done that, then what ends up happening is that person can just go to Costco. Yep. Right. They're on their and own the now. Same thing that we that we do. Mm-hmm. OK. And then all we do is we basically somebody says, oh, my gosh, where did you get that 55 gallon drum of peanut butter? And you're like, I got it at Costco. And they're like, how do I get that? <laughs> and then you just. You got to get them to a point where they can learn the value proposition, cover objections, help them make the decision on filling out the application, and then you follow the same process. Right. So those are sort of the, um, you know, those sort are the, of the rules. That's the system. The yeah, that's it. It's it's pretty simple, right? Yep. So the the other thing we have to do is um, we need to realize that uh, you know there are there's human nature that comes into it. And the more aggressive we are, the bigger wall people put up. Mm-hmm. And the more that we focus on ourselves, the less people will focus on us. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
And the other concept is, is if we're talking, we're not selling. If they're talking, we are selling. Right. That makes sense? Pr- right. Pretty easy. Um, so when you understand some of those things, you know, people love to buy. They don't like being sold to. Um, when you understand some of those, those are kind of some of the rules, then it comes time to just doing what we need to do. Yeah. And realizing in the beginning that it will feel a little awkward, just like the first time you shot a free throw. Yep. The first time you shot ski or the first time that you. Um, Any first time, anything that you do. Times. Hey, yep. usually how do most first times go? Well, babies start out right. falling down and, you know, oh, yeah. it's the same way. It's baby steps. Absolutely. Yeah. But but the question is now, again, my I have three kids, so they, they did sort of uh, the same thing. But and, and they can't read, obviously. But if they could, did they go read a book on walking? Mm-hmm. They right. might have learned the concept and gravity and things like that. But what did they do? They trial and error. Yeah, their body needed to get their, what I call them, sea legs, right? It's like when you're in a sailboat, right? And they have to get that. Yeah. And unless you realize that that's the exact thing that we do, yeah. and going and reading more and doing all these different things is not going to help you more than doing the thing you know you should be doing, yep. and you go ahead and you do it anyway. You're just delaying I, it. You're avoiding it. You're delaying it. And just be honest with yourself and, and resolve to stop doing that. And start acting. Exactly. Now, that's easier said than done. But when you do it, then it's easy. Right. And uh, so what happens is, is then people get into this whole belief thing. Now, I think they confuse belief with confidence and conviction. Mm -hmm. So the thing you need to believe is that, number one, the company is real. It would help to know that, you know, there is a market, um, that the oils are safe. You know, the other products are, are better than what other people have, you know, in their house that they bought from Walmart. Um, you know, they, they trust that the products will show up when they're ordered. Yep. Uh, and the customer service will, you know, do what, you know, the, the, uh, w- what we say they'll do. And that's really all the belief you need, especially with, what, 4.1 million wellness advocates. Like, we're not in the test market phase. Right. Okay. Yeah. We're definitely in, in past launch phase as well. Right. So what people try to do, though, is they try to believe themselves to the point of somebody who's done it a million times and Mm. it will never work. Mm. So they go, oh, I don't believe like them. So I guess I can't get started. I can't do it. Right. 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 So here's um, sort of something that. And so what they're really looking for is they're looking for confidence. Mm -hmm. Right. So think about if you had to go out, you were. well, it's us, right? So we're we're close to fifty or so, right, Eric? And well, we had you're, you're further deep, along than me. Yeah. Further along, yeah. I'm almost there. Mm-hmm. And we had to go um, shoot free throws tonight at the uh, Golden State game. Mm-hmm. And there's five seconds left. We're down by two. I got to hit both of them. Yeah. All right. Now, I mean, I know how to shoot free throws, and I'm pretty confident I could make one out of two. Mm-hmm. You throw that crowd in there. And, you know, all these different factors. Now, take somebody that hasn't ever done, shot free throws before. Yeah. How are you going to feel when you have to go step to the line? Incredibly right. unconfident. Right. Now, how are you going to get confident? 
Are you going to go and read a book on how to shoot a free throw? No, you're going to shoot free throws and you're going to practice and you're going to practice right. and you're going to practice. Within the principles of it, right? Mm-hmm. So once you get the, the – once you learn the, the rules, princi- yeah, how you, how you put, the, right. put your hands on the ball, how you follow through. That's and right. All of those things are – those are mechanics and fundamentals mechanics. that you can learn. Right. Um, but then you just need to do them. A lot. A lot. And yep. you, you rehearse, you practice, all right? Yep. So positive self-talk builds belief, right? So saying the company's mean and they don't perform, right? Like, unless that's true, it's probably not going to help you b- build the belief that what you're representing is worth it, okay? Right. But action builds the confidence. Mm-hmm. You're not looking for belief. I mean, it's pretty easy with what doTERRA has already put out. Right. It's that... If, you, if it takes you more than five minutes to believe in it, mm-hmm. especially because the majority of people that are that are trying to create an income come from the ranks of people that already believe. Right. Of course. Now, some people will say, well, you just they don't believe that they can be presidential diamonds. It's like, who cares? Right. Like, who wouldn't want to make that kind of money? Sure. Who wouldn't want the freedom and all that? Like, and if people are in a situation where they don't believe it. They don't think they're worthy. They have all these blocks and everything. How about if we get them out of the way? Yes. And you get them out of the way by action, which will build the confidence that they need to be a champion. Exactly. That's the, just how it works. There's nothing right? gained from dwelling on what you can't have or what could be or what could have been or feeling sorry for myself and whatever other thoughts that come to mind. The only thing that's going to cure it is taking the action and not just any action, but the actions necessary to produce significance and success in your life, in your business, whatever it is you put your hands to. That's exactly right. So the, the full quote is part of self-talk builds belief. Action builds confidence. And you need confidence to be a champion. That's okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the other thing is people will wait till they feel a certain way to do something. Yes. Right. And I've done, I mean, you got to understand. We all do it. It's human nature. Yeah. Well, and I've been prospecting for, you know, since 1995. Since 19, so. 1900. Hundreds. Yes. Almost. Yeah. And, uh, and, so, and, and, you know, it was really, really cool to have the experience of selling door to door and doing it in an ethical, honest way, mm-hmm. you know, with, with the intensity of running between houses and having to do 30 demos in a day, because if you're focused on that much, you can't spend too much time with any one person. Right. Okay. Right. That was the whole idea is if you can just, you know, you're looking for the buyers, you're looking for, you know, you start seeing somebody negative, boom, you go to the next thing. Mm-hmm. And something that I learned, cause if you can imagine, I probably walked up to, 35 or 40,000 doors. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I'll let that sink in a second. That's a lot people, of doors. Some people wouldn't do one, mm-hmm. much less, um, you know, that many. And something that I learned pretty quickly, and I learned the hard way of not following the company scripts and not following the process, trying to do it all my own. And boy, let me tell you, Mrs. Jones does not care. <laughs> where you went to school or who your daddy's daddy is or, you know, (laughs) any of that stuff. Right. And what I found out was that it was a lot faster to act my way into believing, act my way into having confidence 
than trying to believe my way into acting. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Because people want that feeling, but it can go away in four seconds when you just go act. Mm-hmm. And it sounds so simple, but yet that causes somebody to be faced with who they are. Right. But I can sit there and go, you know what? We have to get the belief level up. Mm-hmm. So what are things we can do to get the belief level up? And most of them are everything other than the one thing that'll do it in about five seconds. Right, right. right? Do, you want the, do you want the long way to getting your belief level out? Or do you want the quickest shortcut? Most people want the shortcut. But then when they see what the shortcut involves, they say, uh, I like the long way. I'm just going to keep avoiding it until I think I can do it. And do you know why I, again, this is just me, um, and we'll say a disclaimer. These comments are not the opinions of the uh, podcast owner. Right. Um, but, uh, right. So Namely me. Go ahead. Exactly. Uh, but I think, you know, something that's really, really hard is watching people spend so much time thinking about going to work. Hmm thinking about wanting to be where they want to be and not realizing that if they just knock on the next door as I did, you know, we had this thing called the answer lies behind the next door. Mm -hmm. You know, the answer is, is there, but, um, so there's a reason why all this stuff is out there. Yeah. And I believe it's because there is a big industry in creating in people's minds that they need all this stuff. Yes. You think how much the coaching industry is, the 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 personal development industry, the books, the the you know, the conferences you go to to walk across fire and all these different things, right? Mhm. <laughs> there, there's big money in it. And you know, my dad taught me and I think my grandfather as well, right. is just follow the money. Yeah. And when you do that in most things, it's crazy, right? Mm-hmm. So what I try to focus on is the action part. Mm-hmm. But how how much of a coaching program can I have, Eric, if I say, um, Eric, here's what you need to do. Just go knock on that door. <laughs> and you're like, okay, cool, thanks. And you go do it and you get the success because you know you will. Right. And uh, you won't need me anymore. Right. So what I have to do is, is I have to tell you to do all of these things that, again, in their – taken by themselves are good things, Mm -hmm. right? It's it's a good thing to talk well of yourself and others. It's a good thing to be Mm well-read, right? Charlie Mm -hmm. Tremendous Jones said, you'll be the same person five years years from today. Uh, You're the same person five years from today, except for the people you meet in the books you read, Right. right? So that is important, but what we do is so simple and it's so easy, but it's also so easy to complicate with a whole bunch of things that really don't get the ball in the end zone. Right. But make us feel good and give us a reason to procrastinate doing the thing that we need to do. Yeah. Yep. I think the key, you hit it right on the head. It's, it's the feeling good part. If we're starting to, if we catch ourselves, if we're really aware of what we're doing and we start to run towards the things that are making us feel good, the, the chances are that it's not going to produce significance or success or nearly as much as you would hope. I mean, that's what, um, 
that's what uh, our cell phones and our smartphones rely on. And what these social media apps rely on is they're relying on us running to the thing that makes us feel good. Really? It's a stimulant that makes us feel good for about five seconds. And then we will, it's a replacement. It's a lie. It's a replacement for the things that are really going to give us the confidence we need and build into us something that's lasting of value. When you really put it, when you think of it that way, it's pretty mind blowing. Yeah, I, I like that. It's, um, you know, and that's the thing is, is it's, and, and again, if we, if we're, we can talk about Jesus and stuff, right? Yeah. This is the courage yeah, cast. I figured we could, uh, <laughs> but you know, I, I believe, you know, that's what the enemy loves to do. Yeah. You know, the enemy need loves to say, you know, Hey, do this little course, do this. And again, I'm not, I'm not saying don't do that stuff. Don't develop yourself. But what is the reason why you're doing it? Yeah. And if it's to avoid having to, to make that phone call because you don't think you're ready, mm-hmm. you're only going to be ready by f- not failing, but doing it a bunch of times. You yeah, know, but you're going to fail. You, you have to expect that you're going you're gonna to make mistakes. You have to just be ready, right? That you're well, going to you make do. mistakes. Ready, ready for this one? What? How would it be if you could be successful every time you picked up the phone or you contacted somebody? How would you feel? I would feel great. Exactly. So what ha- we have to do is we have to change our definition of success. Exactly. And we have to put our self-esteem in our work habits and how well we treat people um, rather than our production. Yes. I got that back from my old you know, book selling days. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, only thing you can control and what our job was was making a list. And cross people off the list. Mm-hmm. I just like, I mean, and the funny thing is, is everybody that's listening, I would submit to you, is already doing this in some form or fashion. Yep. If you have kids and you made a list for a birthday party. Yep. And you wrote down 15 names and you start calling them. Hey, Judy, can Bobby, you know, and, you know, some people, oh, we're out of town. Or, oh, you know, it's not a good time. Or, yes, we love to come. Or, yeah, that's all, you know. And you go through that. You're not sitting there bawling because somebody doesn't come. Right. And you're not sitting there reading a bunch of affirmations and things like that. Again, I'm not making fun of it, but I'm just like, you know, it's because you believe in a birthday party. Like your focus is on your kid. Like you right. want them to have people there and have a good time. Mm-hmm. But yet, how can we screw it up and act like we don't know anything? Well, I'm not much of a salesperson. I'm like, you're doing a good job trying to convince me that you're not. You know? <laughs> but in a crappy way. Right. It's like. It's like, you know, it's, that's really all that you do. Yeah. You know, you try to find out who is my ideal person yep. that would benefit from this. Yep. And then how can I create a need that I can get in front of them to get their mind wrapped around it and then help them make a decision because they won't make it on their own. It's not retail. Yeah. And then follow up with them to the point where they'll use the heck out of the product and maybe recommend it like they already recommend movies and everything else. Well, that's what I love. And that kind of leads me to, I think the core of the value that people will get from the being the starfish book is that, okay, you get them, you, you kind of cover a lot of that stuff in the first three, four chapters. Uh, you cover time as an obstacle. You cover sure. the, the why, the calling, the intentionality, of what you're doing. Um, you even cover the controlling the controllables. But I think chapter six, I reread chapter six today, um, how people buy. Uh, and that's really 
where the rubber meets the road. I was talking to one of my wellness advocates, and she was saying that she had an opportunity to speak in front of a sorority, okay, her sorority that she went to to school with mm-hmm. in college, and um, she we I said, well, what after she did it she didn't have a lot of success and she felt like she was talking a lot. I said, what would you do differently? And we came to the conclusion. She came to the conclusion on her own after some more probing questions. One of the things I learned from you, by the way, Neil, is to ask Uh a lot of questions um, and let them do the talking. So as she was doing the talking, she realized she needed to not talk so much, you know, and, and ask the, because the more she talked about herself, the less people listened. But when she started, if she had asked and spent more time asking questions is where the breakthrough might have happened in that time. Yeah, exactly. And here's what ends up happening is if if you don't know and begin to master the fundamentals, you can have all of the affirmations. You can have crystals lined up that you just charged in the sun. Mm -hmm. You could have... I mean, those stars are aligning. It could be your, your, you know, your, uh, what do they call those things? Put something uh, out to the universe. Aquarius things. No, but the Aquarius, what are those? Hor- horoscope. Horoscope. Your horoscope could, be, could like, be good for today. And, and it could be perfectly aligned. Mm-hmm. But if you don't know the concept of when you are talking, you are not selling. Yep. When they are talking, you are selling. When you don't understand that you need to ask questions. You know, you need to be listening 80% of the time, mm-hmm. you know, especially in a one-on-one, yeah. right? Class is a little bit different, but you still need to have, you know, probably uh, a 60, uh, a 60, 40 or a 70, 30. People have know? to realize for themselves that Absolutely. they, that they want this and that they need it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and you need to ask them, why do you feel so many doctors now are recommending this to their patients yeah. because the answer they tell you will number one, tell you if they're tracking or not, but you'll be able to use that and say, you know, you said something interesting about, you know, all these doctors using it. Um, and you said it's because, you know, X, Y, and Z. Um, but you know, it, it's, and it's a lot less stressful when you're asking questions, mm-hmm. right? It's a lot more stressful when you're trying to fill an hour. Some of our listeners, two hours in a class and you're doing all the talking. Yes. And it's like, it's, it's, it's crazy. And then you don't know where people are. And if you ever get to an end of a class and you're going, you don't want to close because you're like, I have no clue whether these people are with me or they're not with me. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know what the temperature is of the class. And then you get to the end, that's pressure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So, um, anyway, so, and I think on that concept of sort of that, that belief is the reason this is such a cool thing is, is because of something called duplication. And duplication is just not reinventing the wheel. Mm-hmm. You know, sort of like when I wanted to do podcasting, I call Eric. Yes. Eric showed me six or seven things I need to do. And I did them. And guess what happened? You have a podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't done it before. But here's the thing. I could still be reading books about it. Mm-hmm. But I found a process that worked. I didn't try to reinvent the wheel. And I went and did exactly what Eric said. And I had the process set up, mm-hmm. right? Now, did I have some questions along the way? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But it worked. Mm-hmm. And because that was duplicable. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I hope people can write down 
and really remember this is that action is duplicable, hmm. right? Eric taking action on that is duplicable. Me taking action on going to the service, signing up, then plugging it into um, to the uh, iTunes and then making sure I had a good microphone, all those different things. Um, that's duplicable. And when my, you, my belief in it is not duplicable. Yes. And, and when you do those actions more often, the more confident you'll be about those actions and you will not have to think you get to the point of being an unconscious competent about Absolutely. the issue or whatever yes. that t- task is. Right. And then you can focus your energy and your time and your, your, your mental thought process on something else to grow yourself personally, which usually will require more action or different action. You know what I mean? So it's great. Yeah. Yep. So good. So that's really, it's, that's how, um, that's how simple it is. Action cures fear and creates confidence. So mm-hmm. you may just think you've heard, you know, action, cre- uh, um, you know, action cures fear, mm-hmm. you know, that's great, but there's an after th- uh, effect of that. Mm-hmm. And that's that you're going to get confidence. And remember, what we want, what we want, is confidence, knowing that we can walk to the free throw line and make it. Mm-hmm. You know that we can show up at a class and we can teach a pretty good one. Yeah, I think people can, in the very beginning, even come across as knowing a lot more than they think they do. Right, right, right. When you teach, a, I remember my first class, and you know, I'll bet it was a lot better than I thought it was. Yeah, yeah. Right? I would love to have been the fly in the room to see that. It was hilarious. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a lot of fun, and and I was a little, um, uh, you know, I guess apprehensive. You know, you didn't know. I hope people show you all sure, those things. Sure. And I remember just telling myself, I go, man, this is gonna be the best class in the history of DoTerra. I mean, it's mm-hmm. gonna be cool. People are gonna be cool. I'm gonna meet the coolest people tonight, um, and I'm just gonna enroll everybody. Yeah. Did you ever and do I'm, the power pose? Did you ever uh, do the, power pose where you stand in front before you? <laughs> No, one thing I did do, um, no, I mean, I've done things to like, sort of like, they say sort of like elevate your state or whatever, you know, how you smile for five seconds and do those things. Right. What I have found that, and that's cool. You know, it's just like, I mean, we used to take cold showers every morning. Yeah. I mean, I did that for six years and I was the guy that pretty much did it year round. Mm Mm-hmm. And I would, t- you know, I'd take a shower in the morning, but then turn it cold for like 20 seconds. Yeah. And, you know, I went to law school in Vermont three of those years, and it was wow. freezing. And you're you know, refreshing. So, yeah, but those things, I mean, it gets like going for a good run. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, what I really liked was I was like, you know what, God, you know where all the people are, and you know who needs this. Mm-hmm. And help th- them to have eyes to see and ears to hear, mm-hmm. and help me say what I need to say to help them. Mm -hmm. Right. And regardless of what happens, you're getting all the glory anyway. So I don't care. It's Mm -hmm. on you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, uh, so this is another one here is belief comes from self and faith comes from God. Mm. Right. So when we hear a lot about belief, 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 you got to be careful because guess what it does. Building up yourself. Self focus. It's me. It's and there's this whole prosperity stuff going on Mm -hmm. where it's all about you and you are the head of the universe and you are the this. And I'll tell you what, it's very scary for being in the sales uh you know profession Mm -hmm. because the first thing you gotta realize when you get into sales is it's not about you. Yeah. Right? It is about you in the larger story because you're important to be there. God needs you. Right. 
be part of the larger story. You play a significant role. Right. Okay. So I don't mean it by that because it is all about you. Because mm-hmm. if you don't do it, mm-hmm. then people suffer. Right. But after you get sort of past that, then it becomes all about how can I help this person and how can I create a need that will that they would not find on their own and then fill that in the least amount of time, the most efficient manner and help people um, move on. So it's, I think those were some of the some yeah, of the quotes. I love that. It's exciting to be part of God's kingdom. It's exciting to be part of um, a, a God who's uh, who is about action, who is about moving uh, and who 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 wants us to play a role in that. And has yeah. given us every single bit of ability, and he's given us everything we need in order to do it. It's just a matter of are we going to choose to to walk that out and see things the way uh, the way it it could be seen, so that it, it's it's about making his name great and being a part of growing his kingdom, and and that's very very rewarding. People would be willing to be honestly. I would do that for nothing. If I yeah. could, because of the reward that it would would bring me um, at the end of the day, and but I'm grateful that I don't have to do it for nothing. That I that I receive provision from sure. what I'm doing, and uh, that God has orchestrated it to to bless me today. And He He's always provided for us, so it's uh, it's a very very wonderful thing. Well, didn't Jesus say something about knock and the door shall open? Yes. You know, like- I mean, it didn't say read a bunch of affirmations and the door will open. Nope. Or it didn't say a bunch of, you know, uh, whatever. And again, I don't want people to take that the wrong way. You do need to have, um, you know, good self-talk. And Mm -hmm. I do have um, more of a vision that I read, right? But the the thing that I I think that, that can really help people is it takes a lot longer because you hear about this, you've got to change your subconscious mind. You know, we have to get all these new things. And I ain't got time for that. Right. Right. I don't have time to wait for all that stuff to happen. Right. Because in 30 seconds, I can run up to a door and in 30 minutes, get out with a check written to my name, driving away with out-of-state plates. I've created um, incredible, uh, um, you know, first impression. Mm-hmm. Right. And I say that because all I did was follow what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And I cared about their kids. Mm-hmm. And after, you know, uh, 15 minutes, they were ready to buy mm-hmm. and they saw the value. And 30 minutes go by and you can go from being scared to death and never thinking that anything works, right? Mm-hmm. All the way to being, holy cow, this is this is cool. Mm-hmm. It's fulfilling. And I'm going to be able to pay my way through school now. Yep. And... Um, I just grew like 20 years in 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So that's where you got to be careful because you spent, you know, again, I'm just trying to give people the shortcuts, but I'll tell you what, it's, you got to pay the price because it's a lot harder to do that. Right. It's a lot easier to do the other stuff. Right. Uh, But anyway, yeah. So the other, here's another little concept too, Eric, is that if you believe too far past your skill level, you will struggle. Yeah, explain that one. I, I, I'd, I'd like that's a that's a hard one just for, in a soundbite to really grasp it all. Well, that's the thing where you can you can get a lot of this, uh, um, this newer success philosophy mm-hmm. that's been around about fifty years. And right now, more since the Secret came out, oh. a lot more prevalent. 
and it becomes things like you know if I think if I think about it enough, ten thousand dollars will show up in my mailbox. Mm-hmm. And I think when that happens and you're not a believer, it's just because God is kind of messing with you to show I can make it happen. Right. I don't I'm, know. Yeah. Yeah. And what will happen is you'll believe that, like, I believe that I can dunk a basketball. I believe that I can play 82 games in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to just say stuff until I believe it. And I'm going to read my affirmations. And I'm going to do all these different things. But do I have the skill? Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't. Yeah. No, don't you don't. No. Nope. Doesn't mean I'm a bad person. Mm-hmm. I just don't have the skill. Mm-hmm. But if I want to go ahead and do that, then I have to work on the fundamentals. Yep. Yes, you have to have a great attitude. You see these guys that play college basketball, and you know there's so much parity now, and they're, the the people are skilled. Yeah. Right. So at that point, yes, it does come down oftentimes to who wants it more to who wants it more who's who right, believes sacrifice and dig down and and believe mm-hmm. that they're going to win the game right but you it's because their skill level's already there right right and i see so many great people trying you know their their supposed mindset is about 500 miles past their skills i love it so read that quote again now that you've just said all of that read that one one more time Okay, if you believe too far, far, wait a minute. You might have to edit that one out. <laughs> if you believe too far past your skill level, you will struggle. Mm-hmm. So, in other words, if you are struggling right now, yes, have you put the cart before the horse in the sense of been doing so much believing and a lot less acting to be able to gain the skills that you need? in order to have the confidence to actually accomplish the thing that you are setting yourself out to do. In other words, you can, you it can be done, but you need to first do the work and have the skills and take the actions to get those skills to do it. Yes. And you know, if you're in our business, you know, skill set, mindset, tool set as if they're all equal, mm-hmm. Right. You got to have a skill. And then you'll hear like, you know, somebody has a lot of skills, but they don't have the right mind. They'll fail. And if, you know, you have the right mindset, but you don't have the skills, then you'll fail. Right. Mm -hmm. If you don't have the tools, then you'll fail. And I just firmly believe just from experience. And and I was a competitive ski racer. I was an athlete. I've done, you know, business. I've done sales. I've been in a lot of competitive situations and then coached a lot of people through this. Mm -hmm. And, what I find out is that the lack of skill and the lack of commitment to the fundamentals is what creates the mindset issues in the first place. Mm. Does that make sense? Like you're yes. creating your own things because if I can just be blunt, cause you suck at dealing with people in a selling situation, <laughs> right? Like you're, you're not understanding how it works. So then they throw up a wall you see the wall, you start seeing that something happened in your childhood, and here you are at some belief breakthrough thing, <laughs> when the fact all you had to do was just stop saying, so would you be interested in my essential oils class? Mm-hmm. Ah, right? <laughs> like, that's, my, that's the thing. Like If you understand how to communicate with human nature, 
versus against it. Just like if you learn the fundamentals of the game and you practice the fundamentals, when somebody runs at you in a double team, because you have the skills of dribbling or, you know, um, pass fake, or you understand somebody's going to come over and help over in this part, and you, you're an unconscious competent in it, you don't have problems. But if you get trapped and you don't have the fundamentals, guess what's going to happen? You're going to get stuck. Your mindset is going to go. And then you know where you're going to run? Instead of back to the court to put yourself back in the situation to practice, you're going to run away. You're going to go home and try to figure out. And these people are making a fortune on making you believe you are not enough. And it's not true. Mm-hmm. It's a big money industry. Mm-hmm. We talk about big oil and big all that. It's big personal development. And yeah. people have to be careful. Yeah. Best personal development you can do is action and reading the Bible. <laughs> I mean, it's well, like... Probably the best personal development is selling everything and going out and just preaching the gospel mm-hmm. and doing that. That's probably where you grow... I would say even the most. Right. I don't think we're all called to do that. Right. I, of course somebody not. Somebody to, to to get the um the microphones for us. Exactly. Uh, but exactly. It, but it is it is true and you know I try to keep stuff as simple as possible. Mm-hmm. Um because I mean that's my word for the year but I think that's my word for the rest of my life. And you know if if it's a lot simpler to just do the thing that you know you should be doing. Mm-hmm. Then you not doing it is because you have made a decision not to. Something that we used to do to get to, to prove to somebody, like, I just can't knock on a, a door, mm-hmm. right? And you hear people, I just can't teach a class. Right. I'm not good in front of people, mm-hmm. right? Some people call those barriers or, or blocks. I call them agreements we make that aren't true. Right. Right? So what you have to do is very quickly, we don't need to spend six months on it, but very quickly, I could say, so let's let's just role play real quick for folks. So you just you're just not making your calls and you just your, your thing is, I can't knock on a door. Right. Say that. Mm-hmm. I can't knock on a door. I just can't do it, Neil. All right. Well, you know, when we started working together. I told you I'd always believe in you. Yes. Right. And that um, I'd never asked you to do anything that I wouldn't do or hadn't done a million times. Yes. Um. But I want to ask you this. You you say you can't knock on a door. I just don't I just can't do it. I don't I don't do I don't believe it. I'm worried. I'm scared. Okay. I just I'm okay. stressed out. All right. So um all right, so let me ask you this. So you're 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 sitting in your car mm-hmm. and what I want you to do is is can you go ahead and open the car door? Yes, can I can. I can do that, yes. So with the car door open now, can you step out of the car? Yes. You can. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, can you close the car door again? Yes, with I you can. On the of what? You can. With you on the outside of the car. With door, me on the outside. Yes. Stepping can out. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, can you walk up to the door? Much like you probably do at your own house. Like physically, can you put one foot in front of the other and walk up to the door? Yes. I have the ability yes, to do that. I can do that. Okay. Can you raise your right arm and you can do that? Just raise it. Yes, bit, right? I, am, I have the ability to, to raise it. Yep. Okay. Now, can you just knock physically three times? Just yes. I, I, yes, obviously I can do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Now, can you step back two or three steps and turn sideways? I'm able to do all of these things, yes. You can do that, mm-hmm. okay? And then when the person answers the door... Yes, this is the part. Say, right, can you say, hi? Hi. My name's Eric. My name is Eric. And I'm the one sitting down with all the families here in Nashville. And I'm the one sitting down with all the families here in Nashville. And I'm say teaching that. them about how to revolutionize their family. And I'm teaching them how to revolutionize their family using natural solutions. I can say that. Yes. I was just next door at the Johnson's. I was just next door at the Johnson's. And across the street at the Smith's. And they slammed the door on me. No, I mean, um, I was across the street at the Smith's. Yes. And I wanted, um, and I didn't want to leave you guys out. And I didn't want to leave you guys out. Okay. Okay. When is you're walking through now? Can you do that? I have the ability to do that. Yes. Okay. So the question isn't isn't that you can't. The question is is that you won't. So is that I don't really want to. Horrible? I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to. Right. Because I don't like the feeling that I get inside of me. Right. And when you knock on that door, who are you thinking about? I'm thinking about what are they thinking about me? Yes. And remember when we talked about in the training, who's it really about? It is about them. Yeah. It's about their kids. It's about their family. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. So th- this is sort of, um, and th- thanks for the little role play. Yeah, I, I was really you- feeling the fear. <laughs> right. Okay. But the thing is, is that most of the monsters that we create in our head are not as scary as, as they're never as scary as the ones we put in our head. Right. And... The thing that I think, one of the things that really helped me was separating the emotion from the logic. Mm-hmm. And, and again, once you believe that it's ethical, it's honest, you know, if you're just hanging out with a friend and they go, hey, what have you been doing? And you're like, hey, I teach these essential oil classes. They're great. It's fun. There's a lot of value. You wouldn't believe all I've learned. We've transformed our house. Like in a non-sales environment, most people are cool with that, right? Yep. And even in an environment, if I went and put 10 people in your living room and said, okay, they're all here, primed and ready to go, just teach them, you'd be fired up. Right. Right? It's just getting in there, getting the butts in the seats. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And that's what you're paid for. Because if not, everybody would do it. Right. Sure. So like anything in life, there has to be a price paid. Yeah. So why do I bring this whole thing up is the thing is, is that, Everything I try to do is teach people how to coach themselves. Mm-hmm. I don't need. I don't want people to need an upline or need a or need coach. you. They so don't. You don't want people calling on you all the time. No, I mean, you know, you think about, you know, maybe you needed help. Well, this is fitting for somebody almost fifty. Like when we're kids, you got to help your kids go to the bathroom, right? Wipe right. their diaper, do that, and then they. But you know, after they get to be a certain age, they can do it on their own. They don't think about it. Right. That's what we want to be able. To do with folks. And especially in what we do, that's how you can duplicate. Yeah. But if you're telling people to do things that are not the things that are going to help them to be successful and are not the bare necessity, Mm -hmm. and when you do feel that fear, right, there's two or three things you can do. No one, stop thinking about yourself. Think about the other person. Right. And then just go do it and make the decision not from emotion, but make it from logic. 
Right. Which is logically I can, you know, pick up my cell phone. Logically, I can text Eric and say, call me real quick. I have a question. Mm -hmm. When he calls, logically, I can put the phone up to my ear, you know, and logically I can say what I want to happen. Just like if I was just inviting you to come for a Super Bowl party. Right. 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 So logically I can do it. The emotion comes in. And that's okay. I'm not saying people just throw your emotions away. But the fact that you do it is going to give you not the belief. You already believe it works. Right. Because if you're in a non-selling situation, you're fine. Right. The thing you want is the confidence to be able to handle the things that you might get asked that you don't know. Or to handle the person that says, you know, well, we're too busy. Right. So you get to a point. Where you're licking your chops when people give you objections. Yeah. And that's and that's what people learn when they go to your share camps. I think really you dive into this on a on a you know, for ten weeks, you're diving into how do you handle objections? How do you handle these scenarios? Um, and how do you deal? It's people, it's people relationships. Uh, You mentioned Dale Carnegie in one of your posts recently. I know Dale Carnegie, um, that book, how to win friends and influence people. If if they stick to those principles, they're going to, they're going to gain so much more, put those into practice. Um, well, listen, Neil, we're coming up on an hour here, um, of our conversation, believe it or not, we've talked a long time. So Neil, you've got, um, the book being the starfish, the website being the starfish, um, I highly recommend everybody that's listening, just from a personal development standpoint, you do not beat around the bush. You get right to the point of the things we need to learn to be able to become more competent in the area of dealing with people. That's what I love about being the starfish more than anything. It's not in a a situation where you're trying to persuade. Exactly. Persuade other people to do something that you know is good for them. You know, it's good for you. And you know it's good for them because yeah. of your forty thousand doors that you you've uh, walked through and knocked on. Not what you haven't walked through them all, but you did knock on them all. So well, the ones that I didn't are the ones that taught me. Yes, you know the ones that you knock on that go, you know, oh yeah, sure, come on in. Mm-hmm. You don't learn anything, mm-hmm. and that's the thing that's happening is is another concept is people are only talking to the people that are coming after them. Right. Right? They're trying to get leads or they're advertising on Facebook or they're trying to just deal with the warm market, the, the people that are excited. Right. Um, we've never had somebody just knock on our door, though, and say, hey, do you sell essential oils? Can we buy some? Yeah. Right. It's but they very rare. Looking, yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope maybe that'll happen someday. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but they they're they're waiting for that to happen. Yeah. A lot of people get business cards and they go, oh, I'm a wellness advocate. So, you know, the leads <laughs> must come in. Right. Or I'm going to put a sign on the back of my car. <laughs> I'm right. going to put and, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And then what, what it actually tells people is, you know, you put your phone number and like, don't call this person. Right. Like, don't email them and don't buy from that. Right. Um, yeah. So, you know, there's nothing wrong with being proud and, and doing all that of what you do and, and being, you know, excited. But, but you don't need, need to do that. We've never had that on the back of our car and we didn't have business cards until we hit diamond in our business. So it just you don't need that. You need Not to do the work. You got to get to work. You got to take the actions necessary to build the belief, which gives you confidence. And that's absolutely bottom line. I hope that's the big takeaway people take from our conversation today. Yeah. All right, Neil. Well, this has been good. 
thanks for spending an hour with me. You're was awesome. How much do I need to pay you for that? Oh, nothing. I this think is I, fun. I love what you're do, what you do in the, um, you know, courage cast is, is really cool. I can't believe how many podcasts that you have, um, in just a year or so now. I don't yeah. even know if it's been that long. This is episode 196, I think. I mean, that's that's incredible. I remember when you were biting your fingernails off to do episode number one. <laughs> I know. And, and I'm like, uh, what am I going to talk about for episode two now? Right. And uh, it's amazing how God has used you on that. And, well, it's uh, about doing the action, I think. If I were to give credit yeah. to, to God outside of God, it's just about doing it. And yeah. you figure it out and get, get better at it. Well, and, and, and you realizing that, you know, I guess it's the, you know, sort of a cliche now, but, you know, Edison just found, what, 10,000 ways that the light bulb didn't work? Yeah. Exactly. And that's really all you have to do in what we do. You know, we get paid to hear people tell us no. Yes. I mean, if you think about it. So when because, you get a no, it's just like, yes, I got another yo. No. Yes, <laughs> mm-hmm. exactly. Because the, the and what's. What I love about doTERRA is that it's it's usually no means not now. Right. And a lot of these other things, no means, yeah, yeah don't ever call right. me. Right. But this, I don't know how many people that um, have been talked to over the years and then just Aaron get a call and go, yeah, I'll take a natural solutions kit. And <laughs> barely remember who it was. And then they're like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Like, I came to one of your classes two years ago. You know, mm-hmm. And Aaron would just follow up you know, gently here and there. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, um, yeah. you know, they kind of jump on that. It's so amazing. we will get you um, a link, maybe something you can throw on your website or whatever. Okay. Um, make sure it's the right one. And also, um, I, I I don't know if people um, know this, but uh, it's been awesome to have uh, Chrissy perform at some of the starfish events. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's been really the highlight that ties everything together. That's really given people the feeling that, you know, I can be um, a person that does network marketing and have faith be the driver. Yes. And to, to realize that, um, you know, God has a big, um, big plan for all of us. Yep. And, you know, don't let the fact that it's network marketing or, you know, thinking even if you're an oil user, mm-hmm. which a majority of people are. Um, and you think that you're not much of a salesperson and, you know, you, and network marketing is kind of who knows. I, one thing I'll tell you is I think, you know, Jesus was the original network marketer. Yes. Although he had 12 on his top line. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, and, and if you just did it the way he did it and you have the eyes to see, the ears to hear, you know, you're looking for an engaged heart. Yeah. You're looking for openness. Um, you can really, really have a lot of fun in, uh, in what we do. And I really appreciate you all being such a big part of, um, of, uh, you know, of, of starfish and supporting it. Um, but also becoming great friends. Well, everything. uh, Yeah, man, everything that we do on the courage cast, I recommend being the starfish. And I know that the, the audience, our, our listeners, our audience, people that participate in what we do, we have the common, the common connection of our faith in Christ. And uh, at the end of the day, um, that's one of the few things that we're going to take with us into heaven. And uh, it's, a worthy, it's a worthy journey that we're on together. So grateful to be side by side with you, Neil. 
Awesome. Well, thanks a lot, Eric. And um, we'll look forward to seeing you hopefully sometime soon. You just put something in your mouth. Oh, <laughs> well, uh, something sassy. I, oh. I, half the bottle. I, I take these internally. I hope we don't have any people that are going to um, get upset of that. No, uh, it's good for, for uh, weight management yeah. and your overall body uh, fitness. Well, so. especially when you're almost 50. So. Yeah, man. Take, take good care of yourself. Thanks, Neil, for being on the Courage Cast. Sounds good. Thanks, Eric.